Today I decided I wanted to talk about something that I actually enjoy for once. I feel like I always have a lot of thoughts about what are they called? Not like conceptual topics, like um I don't even know. Just like topics that are more so dedicated to how I think and less about like things I'm interested in, things I'm doing. I mean, I make videos for that reason, but I was thinking today, why don't I talk about things I've been enjoying recently, like camcorders? Let's talk about camcorders. That's literally what I've been playing with. My JVC has been around in my family longer than I have been born. I'm not a 90s kid. I'm a 2000s kid. I don't know when my mom bought this thing, but it still works. And the fact that I can even use it is a miracle because it does not adjust to exposure ever when I'm using it. I have a video online that has amalgamated 104,000 views plus now. That's insane. I love that video. I love my camcorder. And one thing I really love about using it is just how portable it is. I know my phone is super portable, but I think there's this amazing... Like... It's hard to explain it. Like, I don't want to sound... I don't want to sound like I'm making some sort of romanticization, if that's the word. I don't want to romanticize the camcorder. But what I want is to just say that I love the way it looks. I love the fact that I can hold it. I think phones are wonderful, wonderful tools, but I also feel like phones are used so often and they're clean and they're nice, but they, they don't give off that nostalgic feeling that camcorders have. Camcorders are fun to hold. I feel like I'm fully in control iPhones are nice, like they're designed to be held easily, but I struggle to hold it. I feel like I'm just holding a piece of paper. When I'm holding a camcorder, I feel like I can just cup it in my hands. It's like I'm hugging the camera. And I like the fact that I can hug the camera. It makes me feel like I'm connected to it in a way that I don't feel connected to my iPhone. I bring my camcorder now everywhere I go. Um... And I've talked about this, I think, in a video recently. I think in my most recent video. If you want to go check it out, it's all about my new production company. Um, which I could also talk about here uh, as well, since it's something that I like. But also, um, I talk about in that video that I have been bringing it around everywhere I go because I'm trying to just film a little bit of something per day. 
it doesn't matter what it is. Um, I just want to do like 30 seconds of something that I've seen so I can practice how I frame things, storytelling, editing that footage, transferring it onto my computer, just getting into the motion of it. I guess maybe motion's not the word. I, and I keep saying that, but like the habit. I want to get into the habit of just constantly having a camera. I really like documenting my life and I feel like the camcorder is a perfect way to do that without feeling like I have all these extra apps to distract me. It's also just cool. Like I think it really turns heads on the subway. And when I say that I I mean that like they people really do turn their heads to look because they think it's weird that I'm holding a camcorder on the subway in the 21st century. Um I'm trying to document parts of my life in a new idea that I've had about my relationship to space. It's actually pretty cool. I feel like I've started putting together some ideas that could create a series about my relationship to space in different ways. Um, thoughts I have about it, but also just spaces that I have been to that bring me a lot of joy, spaces that I inhabit on a regular basis. I'm not exactly sure where it's going to go, but if I were to say my projects are linked, I think that's how I would link them. I started my own production company recently. Um, I call it Waddling Duck. It's not Waddling Duck Productions. I'm really going to get upset if people (laughs) start calling it that. Uh, It's called Waddling Duck. And it has a mascot that literally does that, so it's not that hard. I love my little mascot. I love the name. I mean, it took me a while. Like I, So what happened was I asked my friend, if I were to name my production company something, what would it be? And the first thing that popped into his head was a waddling duck. Ray, shout out to you. I keep shouting you out for this, but like absolute genius idea. I sat on it for a bit. I was driving somewhere to do equipment pickups. So I called like three people and I was like, yo, what do you think of these names? And then I threw Waddling Duck in there and my friend Chris goes, oh, I like that. I like that. So I was like, okay, I'll consider it. I come home, I tell my mom, I'm going to call my production company Waddling Duck. She goes, oh, that's cute. I like that. And you know what? Because I want other people to validate the name... (laughs) I also like that that name, and I decided to keep it as Waddling Duck. It's so me. It's cute, it's small, it's something different, and that's really something that I wanted. I didn't want something edgy or cool. It's iconic in its own way, and I like, I like the little opener that my friend Double Eye made for me. 
because it doesn't have a title. I think that's the most iconic thing about it is you know what it is when you see it. You don't need a title to tell you. My focus for this production company is on innovative films, experimental films, things that just bring me joy. Like I just want a banner and like that's all. I just want it to be a banner. I don't want to make it a full business yet. But eventually, I want to bring it up from being just a little, little name to being a fully-fledged business that makes money, that pumps out movies. And I want to give a space to the underground films that I really like. Um, Because, you know, I was told once that no one would ever watch the films I like because nobody likes that kind of stuff. And you know what? My company is for the people who want to make weird shit and you know what I might be a little bit picky about it because it is my banner but my company is meant to be a house for that stuff and I am so happy that I finally get to do something that I like that isn't you know horror or drama my films don't have genres or at least I don't think about the genre when I'm making it I just make a film and then sometimes it just incorporates a bunch of shit because I just don't think that we need to put everything into a box like not even my company I don't feel like I need to put my company into a box where it has guidelines you know I I feel like I feel like companies stop themselves from growing when they throw themselves into a little box and are like, this is all we we will ever do and we will never grow. And that's when we start having problems 10, 20, 30 years down the line. And I never want to be stuck in that. I constantly want to be innovating and maybe innovating is not even the right word. Like just being interested and curious about new forms of cinema. I don't know. I don't know. Like, how difficult is that? I think it just brings me so much joy to be able to push myself to make things and Something I pride myself in and something I I really want to tell myself that I appreciate myself for is having the courage to try things even if I think it's going to fail. I think that I, I get told a lot that I'm not confident and I get told a lot that like I'm not really doing much, but... I also get told by people that I'm doing a lot and I've been told that I seem very confident in what I'm doing and even if that might not be the case all the time which I think is absolutely okay I am so proud of myself for pushing through every moment where I've ever felt anxious or afraid or not super confident what I'm doing and just did it anyway Because my life is too short to allow things to stop me.
recently I have been invited to these really cool silent film screenings that uh, Review Cinema does. If you don't know what Review Cinema is, you should go and look it up online. Toronto has the best theaters and I'm biased because I'm from here. Review Cinema is one of the oldest cinemas in Toronto. Um, It is my favorite because it has the best sound and the best screen. And I have seen movies at TIFF that have shown again at Review and I would pick Review over anything. Because, like, the sound is just better. And the screen is just better. Like, it's made all of my movie experiences 8 million times better. I have been going to them... Not They're not frequent. Um, so I've been going to each one as they pop up. Because my friend has instilled in me now this... love for them and interest in them that I didn't know I had before. It's a silent film with live accompaniment. And this year they did each month. It's like a gothic horror or a fantastical horror. Um, I've seen Destiny. I've seen Vampire. And I've seen... What was the one I watched today? (laughs) Oh my god. I watched Faust today. All with live accompaniment. So freaking cool. And I think today was the best one. So far. I just, I felt like the score was really well made. I, like I, I was enthralled in the whole film. And it was a lot. Like this, Faust is, uh, it's a masterpiece of absolute chaos and if you're looking for a film that has everything that you could possibly think of every emotion every um visual effect this is the film like i was sitting there jaw dropped and i was like oh my god what the hell could possibly happen next to top this and every single time it did all the way until the end Two million dollar budget. I cannot believe a production company allowed this. And you know what? I understand Germany did not like it when it came out, but I thought it was the coolest fucking thing ever. I thought the score was not like boring or repetitive. I thought it it really did encapsulate every single scene and the emotion in every single scene in the notes and the silence and it the performer who did this uh tanya gill i believe that's her name she knocked it out of the fucking park like so fucking good i can't even explain it to you in a way that doesn't sound like i'm an idiot but it's so it's so good and if you haven't been to any of silent reviews uh screenings you really really need to check them out i've been really enjoying going out to different film events and you know if you're trying to get into the film industry this is how you get to meet people meet this is how you get to meet people and i wouldn't 
say like just go to the big ones i would say go to some small ones you'll meet some really really nice people who are doing some amazing work that aren't getting their stuff into huge uh events like hot dogs is great tiff is great sure you're gonna meet a lot of filmmakers toronto music video awards never been in my life i think this was the first year that they were open or the second had so much fun um got to see a lot of amazing work i went to real asian this year i got to see a pitch competition i got to see my friend pitch his film which like so fucking cool that a friend of mine was picked to do such an awesome competition I got to see some really amazing films at Real Asian this year as well, and I thought the program was top-notch. I mean, I've never been to the festival. I'm going to one called Toronto-based in a few days. I'm curious about it. I think that it's going to be something really interesting. I know there's something called Contours coming up. I'd also like to check out. Um, there's just a bunch of really interesting things I'd like to get back into. Ever since I got a full-time job, I just don't really go out anymore. Um, I kind of slowed down everything that I've been doing. Have not really been feeling the industry lately. Have not really been feeling the community. Um, but I really like going out and you know, meeting some people that are actually really nice. So I am going to make the attempt in the downtime of December and January to go out and meet people. So you know what, if you are listening to this podcast and you are going to these events or you have friends who are going to these events, I will be there if you want to connect. I'd love to talk to you about film. I would talk someone's ear off about any film. So if you want to talk to me about the most obscure thing in the entire world and then tell me about it and tell me to watch it, like, please approach me at these events. I am not scary. I promise you. I literally get told, like, I am the most approachable person in the world. Nine-year-olds just come up to me like, like it's nothing. So please come talk to me. I would love to meet you and I would love to, you know, get to know other filmmakers, um, and meet just new faces, new personalities, and, you know, if you have a really positive attitude towards film, yeah, please come talk to me. I really would love to have some nice sunshine in my life. Um, I'm also really excited about the fact that I have put Cod Story and my film Scatterbrain in their second festival runs. I say second for Scatterbrain because I didn't know what festivals were (laughs) when I submitted it to uh, Trinity Square Video's Video Fever in 2020, and I didn't know when I submitted it to uh, Max X, Maximum Exposure. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's the annual um, photography exhibition at Toronto Metropolitan University. Um, and they were doing, um, what did they call it? The Digital Exposure Film Festival. This was their first attempt at incorporating film work. 
into their showcase. Um, so it was the first year of that, and I submitted Scatterbrain to it. And that was pretty freaking cool. I like the fact that it was shown at my school <laughs> uh, for other students to see or not see because I don't think really anybody paid attention to the fact that that even existed. Um, but I didn't know that like you could really submit it to other things. I, I tried submitting to maybe like two other things, but I was just like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't have a lot of money and I don't, I'm not going to spend like a fortune with it. So I decided to do that now just to see if it can get into some small things um, around the city, around Canada, in the world. Um, COD story, I submitted to like literally everything. I have no idea. I There's a bunch not on, on Film Freeway that I submitted to, so I can't even keep track. Um though I do have it written down. So it's not like I'm dumb. Like I'm going to I'm definitely keeping track, okay? Like don't call me out for that. I'm I have a list. I will keep track. I'm checking my email literally every 5 minutes cuz I'm so excited to see if something happens. I mean, if nothing happens, yeah, I'll be a little bit disappointed, but I think that it's more fun for me to be like I'm excited for something to happen than for me to be like, oh, I really don't think anything's going to happen, which is what I did in the first one. And we got into like how many? I don't even know how many film festivals we got into because we didn't even apply to a lot of them. I'm also really, really excited to see all of my films that I've been working on come out. I mean, it's not a lot, but, you know, I have, I've been working on a huge project for a really long time. Uh, the retreat of turtle dove, the retreat of the turtle dove and the honey badger just came out. That title is so hard to remember, but I love, love, love the story. And you know, if you haven't seen it yet, it's up on the Gooshlims YouTube. You should totally go check it out, and I'll probably link it in the description on purpose so that you have no excuse to check it out. So you should go check it out. It's my. I think it's actually my first real DP credit. <laughs> it's a bit shocking to me. <laughs> but I really enjoyed working on it. I love working with the Gushlims crew so much. They are such kind, caring people. And they're so patient with me as I try to like fumble my way through working on film sets. And I know they keep saying how experienced I am. I... I am so humble. I like they they are allowed to call me out for being like, oh, you know, I haven't done really anything. Like they they're allowed to call me out for being too humble and <sighs> they are just too kind. I really do appreciate it so much and it's so lovely to know that there are really nice people out there in the industry that will take a chance on me to try and figure out their crazy projects. Um, I think if there's one project I'm super excited for, it's my Italy film. I just got my next to final pass of the sound, and I am so fucking excited about it. I love it. Like, I just got off the phone with the sound guy, 
and he literally ugh, i why am i saying sound guy it's gordon tamoya de groot who is a literal genius and who single-handedly saved my film from absolute destruction and you know what i owe him my life i literally do i owe this man my entire life and if he ever needs help he knows i'm here i will i will do anything <laughs> at this point because like he composed a song for this film and it's so good he sent me the demo and i was like it's it's perfect like it it's literally perfect i am so impressed so excited like i this is the one film i want to be done like i just want it to come out and i want to show everyone and i want to just have it for myself because you know what i love it the way it is I think it looks so great. I don't even care what anybody else thinks about it because I worked so fucking hard on it and so did everyone who was involved in the project and I love them all so, so much. So I feel that it needs to be done now. I'm so excited to just see what comes out. I've slowed down a bit because uh just friends again took out a lot of my not just money but uh just energy it was a lot of work a lot of time i put a lot of my focus into that and i am just trying to take my time in developing my films my pre-productions take i don't know months to get through and I actually prefer it that way I've realized that the whole idea behind taking a long time for your work rather than you know pushing out a production in a month is so much better you know I like to sit with my work and it might not be what everybody wants to do and it might be really annoying but with the life that I live and you know having to work full time and not having that kind of time i have very little capacity for a lot of different projects so i'm trying to be a little bit pickier in the new year but i like the work that i'm doing now so i think that i'm in a good place where i have projects slated that i am interested in but i also have projects slated that um have not really started so my january is pretty much booked which is cool um i don't know i am just very excited to get everything out into the world so i can start new things but also so people can see what i've been working on and that i can promote it and I would love to do that because I love social media so much. I'm being sarcastic if you can't tell. But yeah, I am so, 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 so excited to just just live. Just live in the world and go out to film events and be around people and meet other filmmakers who are so nice um and not worry about anything else other than that and actually like put out work and hopefully people can support it 
I think the biggest fear and also the worst thing that's ever happened to me is when I put out work and people literally will send me like really mean notes about them. You know, if anyone's ever doing that to you, you don't need those people. You should cut them off. You know, like you, you really don't need that. If, and especially like if you are putting out work and somebody is coming up to you saying like your work sucks, really take a look at what they're doing. Because if they're not doing anything, you should not be listening to them. And um, you should not be friends with them. Especially if they are your friend and they're saying that, then they suck. So you should, like, I don't know, give them the boot. But yeah, that's what I've been interested in the past few months, the past few weeks. Um... If you want to follow what I've been doing in film, you can follow me on my Instagram. It's my full name. Or you can follow Waddling Duck. Um, I'll include all of this stuff probably in the description because I am not going to sit here and spell things out for you. And you know what? That's the end of this episode. See you next time.